0: don't start having conversations asking questions in these uncertain times how do we overcome the unknown when your moments of today are controlled by your thoughts of tomorrow when do the problems of yesterday catch up with your someday i'll take time and get around to it life as we know it keeps changing We search for answers and find new reason. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Deshaun Brown. This is the podcast, New Equals Reason. In a world where the unknown keeps us learning daily together, we journey into the new. It equals the reason to have a conversation about it. If we all plant good seeds today, our food for thought, for tomorrow will be plentiful. For the future, on this episode, I want to talk about the jogger in Brunswick, Georgia, Ahmad Aubrey, whose today is his twenty-sixth birthday. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on in the news and the re- recent two years or more when you hear about African American men being shot, strangled hunt down followed and all the comments and social medias and people that you might know of that don't sit well with me and a lot of other people that I know It's sad when you hear a story about somebody being killed that has a family, people that love them, friends, co-workers, and people make these judgments like their life just didn't mean anything. It may not have meant anything to you. But just like your life wouldn't mean anything to him, you mean something to somebody, he means something to somebody. And since the Trayvon Martin killing, I myself hear about it, but I try not to get too caught up in it because of not living near the situation I am one that comes to make judgments based off what is said, what I read, comments I hear. And being an African-American man myself, I know the struggles of going out, being watched, being stereotyped based off of what people watch. What people have heard. What people think is ghetto. What people think of projects. And I did grow up in the projects. I've been around these people that get stereotyped and talked about as thugs, gangsters. I know what it's like to work In places with people that don't care for minorities based off your skin color. I've had conversations with people who have problems with minorities just because of their skin color. They may not have any clue on who you are, how you live who you live for, who you work for. And they just hate you because of the color of your skin. And then there's people who try to be oblivious to the fact that this goes on. And once you hear about it, they make statements that make you wonder, Do you not realize you're a minority? Your kids could face this. Your kids are equally involved in this just like my daughter is. You hear more of male minorities being attacked than you do female minorities. But at the same time, that's equal Chance it could happen to male or female, and at this day and age 2020, you shouldn't be hearing things go on based on race. The mod story they called the cops, they asked them. What he was doing wrong. No answer. And as I come to record this. I wasn't going to do it. But I turned on the news. And I. Just out of the blue chose CNN. Just to see if somebody else was talking about it. And they played his dad. Speaking for the first time. And. When I watched his dad talk, he was hurt, uh, frustrated, and he said, lynching. They hopped in a truck, hunted him down, and he didn't want the people who killed his son to die. He wanted them to live and see his son's face every day so they could suffer. And you could watch the pain as he's talking. Can't really get his words together. And I, I thought in that moment, maybe I need to try something different. Maybe I could be a voice that can speak to people. Maybe I can make a difference in somebody's life to give understanding into the black man's mind and how the world is viewed by minorities because they want you to just go out and live a certain way. Do certain things because that's what you have to do that looks professional, that that's how we operate, you know, you gotta do this or say it this way. Don't talk with slang, be presentable. And I wonder to myself, who comes up with this? Like what makes what you think is presentable any better than what I think is presentable? And being from low income housing projects, those things to me are targeted at people who sag their pants, uh, family on food stamps, uh, can't afford to have quote unquote nice things. And you're looked at differently no matter What level you're at doesn't have to be rich versus poor, it could be poor versus poor, and you're looked down upon just because you're black and you don't have these things. And my assumption is this kid ran by this neighborhood probably a couple times a week, and I heard that. Somebody broke into the son's car and they thought he was the suspect. If every day somebody that broke into your car runs by your house, wouldn't you call the cops the first time they ran by, the second We don't know how many times they've seen this kid. We don't know if they ever tried to speak to this kid. But when you see other people jogging any race, most of the time they're left alone. Most of the time people may wave. You see the same people. You're like, oh, that's the guy who runs here every day. And you go on. And I went to high school in Georgia. And so this one touched me a little different. Because in 1999, I went from Knoxville, Tennessee to Calhoun, Georgia. And that's one of the first things I can remember people telling me about going to Georgia is they hate black people, not just men, people all across Georgia. And the first time I went to Atlanta, I was very surprised by how many black people lived in Atlanta after coming from Tennessee and hearing how much hate they have for black people in Georgia. Georgia is one of the last states to have segregated proms lifted in the last couple years. So for people that are not familiar with Georgia, some good old boys, or whatever they call themselves, Hunting down a black man in Georgia does not surprise me. But the fact that you can't live in a state where you want to live and not be treated with human decency, common decency common respect it's it's getting just so unfair with the way the media is handling this and the reason I didn't want to do a podcast is because me as a black man, I remember pretty much all the stories that ran and there was always something different that just you felt bad for the person that had to watch it like the man in the car and his wife and his child sitting there and these people are just forgotten about by the media and you know people care and they say you know we'll never forget you but you never hear anything else about it and so I guess it's the 15 minutes of fame effect but it happens so much That people are just running it to be talking about a story, commenting on it, to be commenting on anything. I wish some of these people who comment would actually read their comments from a different set of eyes before they post it. Because one day it could be your family. It could be somebody you love. And somebody could be writing that same comment, having that same thought about your loved one that you have about this unimportant person that just lost their life. And as we live our life, and this kid lost his on his 26th birthday, i just like to take A moment of silence and just remember him, even though I never met him. Rest in peace, Ahmaud Aubrey the latest victim of a nonsense killing. And on his birthday, they arrest his killers. And all you see is stories of the public people got these two arrested. To think I live in a world where they could have got off the hook If it wasn't for social media. So when I dislike social media for all its antics and things that I don't care for. At the same time, it might have got him justice. I want to thank you for tuning in to my podcast, New Equals Reason. I'm your host, Deshaun Brown. Conversation is key to communication. So let's keep the conversation going until the next time. Thank you.